Good evening, beautiful. Bye. Bye. How was your night? Oh, it was good. It was good. I just got back from my meeting. Um, so that's like my second in-person AA meeting since pandemic started. Oh wow. Yeah. Like when pandemics are like I when pandemic started, you know, obviously everything went online. Um, and my home group was one of those. And and I found other Zoom meetings and stuff. And so I was I've been doing Zoom meetings exclusively, mm-hmm. pretty much exclusively. My home group went back in person meetings um a while back and I was not ready to do so because it was still too too height of COVID for me. And I'm still, you know, still too um you know, immune compromise. It's just, it wasn't, it, I didn't feel comfortable going yet. Um, so I hadn't been going, but I have like a regular meeting that I go to Monday through Friday on zoom. So I, it's not like I'm not getting meetings, but then when I had my anniversary last week happened to fall on a Monday, which is my home group meeting. And so I went, um, to pick up a, a chip in fact, I actually still need to pick up my six-year chip because I never went to a meeting in person <laughs> last year when I got six well, years. Congratulations. Thank That's amazing. You. It's got to be you. good to be back with everyone too. Same. It is. It is. And it's like some of, you know, there's always, of course, new people in the rooms. And then of course, there's still like all these, these people that I've known for years since I got sober, you know, have been there, have been in these same, these same women have been in these same rooms. And part of what I love about the sobriety in Alexandria for all of you guys who are from the Northern Virginia area, Northern, Northern Virginia, Alexandria sobriety, the women are amazing. So um, always something I love talking about. So if you guys want, you know, need to hit, talk to someone, just uh, hit me up. I think that's amazing. And I apologize. I'm drinking a seltzer right now as we speak. Oh, a hard seltzer. Oh, you're fine. Girl, like you don't need to apologize to me because you're a normal drinker. <laughs> no, I know. I was just like, mama needs a seltzer tonight. It's been rough. <laughs> it's been a rough like, night. You're like having this amazing experience. And I'm like, <laughs> it's, it's fine. You don't need to apologize for being what we call a normie. <laughs> a normie, gotcha. A normie. Now you probably, you haven't really spent like as much, enough time with me to realize this, to, but you know, like. I'm I I'd love me some sobriety humor mm-hmm. um it's never not funny to me <laughs> um, yeah you need to follow my brother he has like all these memes for sobriety right because he's sober right yeah he yeah, was yeah. um drug addict but he obviously alcohol is a drug right, exactly all the same that's what exactly. I say it like that because that's how the person at rehab said it to me when they asked me what my drug of choice was I'm like I was alcohol I liked alcohol. I wanted drugs. And he's like, alcohol is a drug. Sit down and shut up and listen. Basically. <laughs> he didn't say those last words, but he might as well have because that's like what he told me, you know. And yeah. then, you know, I shut up and I'm like, okay. <laughs> so I was gonna you know, sit down and shut up. And you know, I, I'm a i am work for the government, so I'm good at like following rules and boundaries uh-huh. and having that around me. You tell me, okay, all right, I'll do I'll do what you tell me to do. Um, I'm good at that. Um yeah. So you do, anyway, you don't need to apologize for being a normie. <laughs> Good. Um, as long as you, you know, are okay with me making fun of you. Oh no, you can make fun of me all you want. That's I fine. make fun of hetero life mate all the time because he's such like he's like the polar opposite of of what I was. Like 
he drinks very rarely and when he does like an entire six pack will last him like two weeks and i'm like <laughs> that wouldn't have lasted me two hours like what? Yeah. like i it's just such a so i don't know like it's still it still pains me when he doesn't finish a drink and ends up just throwing it away like that is just uh, pains me um well, it's like me I if i weren't doing this with you tonight i would have i'll probably drink half of it and fall asleep like, right <laughs> maybe not even and i just like like what no <laughs> um but that is such as the life of an alcoholic um it's okay i'm good with it i'm good with it let me put on my old lady spectacles um so kai was being was she being a little brat tonight because oh, she's never a brat my little brat. perfect angel yeah no she, she's my perfect little angel she was wild and then i was giving her so i'm changing her diaper like an hour ago and she's like bath bath i'm like okay you want to take a bath fine great we get in the bath and she's having a blast and then she slips she is trying to get out of the tub she slips she falls she's good she's okay um but it's just like so now she's crying and i'm trying to console her brush her teeth brush her hair and just a so night you have an overtired two-year-old one-year-old yeah. on your hand two-year-old she's almost two yeah two january 1st yeah yeah new year's baby yes mm-hmm. was she the first one born at your hospital she was the last one born she was almost January 2nd. Oh, okay. Okay. So, well, that's really nothing then. It's I mean, not, she wasn't was... the first one of the year. You don't get anything from being the last one of the first day of the year. No, that's just, you don't. No. So she, no. And then, you know, Holy Cross Hospital, right? In Silver Spring. That's mm. not where I had her, but like, that's a, ma- a major hospital. Anne Arundel right here told me that Holy Cross cheats and they always do C-sections at midnight. To make sure they, they get the first baby of the yeah. year or something. Do they get something special for it? Yeah, I think they do. I don't know what it is. Um, I just wanted a tax break, but I didn't get that. So I wasn't looking. I didn't ask any more questions into what, <laughs> what the prices were. I was like, just get her out before midnight. Didn't happen. Uh, mine was December, early December. So oh. mine, well, mine's my Pearl Harbor baby. He's December 7th. Oh yeah. And we lived in Hawaii and he went to Pearl Harbor elementary school. Did he there really? Because we, yeah, we lived, we lived right above Pearl Harbor. Wow. So he learned real quick. Cause he was always hearing and we moved to Hawaii when he was four or five. Mm-hmm. Um, so like he had, he was, we moved in like the summer, the September, like right before. So he was starting his first grade year. Um, and he learned real quick that when people talk about December 7th, he's not just like, oh, my birthday, you know, when they're talking about December 7th around there, there's usually a more somber reason for it. Right. Um, but what I remember the night of is it was a Sunday and it was the evening and I was watching um, Alias, the TV show Alias back in the day, Jennifer mm-hmm. Garner, um, Spy Daddy. Um you're looking at me like you don't even know what it is it's i've heard of it i've never seen it but i've heard of it <laughs> it was on the air then <laughs> this is 2003 it was on the air it'd been on the air for several seasons and i was a huge fan in fact my last dog was named sydney named oh. after her jennifer gardner's character um and like i'd been in labor for like two days and they finally like were deciding to do the c-section it was like 10 o'clock at night on a sunday like right when alias was starting i'm like all fucking weekend you guys couldn't know you you can't wait an hour for me to watch this you gotta you gotta like do this all now you like what so oh man hence my december 7th baby maybe if they'd waited it would have been december 8th i don't know yeah (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but 
here's here's what's important though at least i know my son how old my son is exactly you know his birthday and how old he is which is not something we can say for cody or kotex or whatever you want to call him douchebag i don't narcissist i don't know i think after this last episode like the we're run the internet is collectively running out of insults to call him and not even insults just true statements about who he is right every episode i'm like it can't get any worse and then it does and then it does i'm like i i just it's unbelievable it's It's unreal what this man is capable of and it's all just coming out and so okay so this is um episode seven of sister wives this is the failed priest um (laughs) which is i wrote aka cody fails (laughs) because he he feels because oh this because he's what he's being the priest and the marrying his friends but he feels like a failure because his marriages suck (laughs) so he's hence the failed priest but we'll get there so (laughs) we open with cody driving to texas for his friend's wedding and he said he's enjoying the peace and quiet and solitude and meditative, mostly thinking about the divorce. Now, of course, this opens with him driving to Texas for his friend's wedding and collectively everybody watching is like, what the actual fuck you're going to your friend's wedding? Yeah. Makes you sense. Know. So he cites COVID numbers as his justification. He <laughs> cites some number he pulled out of his ass. I don't know where he got these numbers or what they, he thinks they stands for. He I just literally- makes up. Yeah, he said 11,000 cases in the United States. So I literally got on my phone just like an hour ago. And I was like, hmm, let's see what the current status is. Just current is, yeah. Right. And it was like, in just like my county that I live in, I think it was like 9,000 new cases just in my county. Right. In Maryland, this like currently. <laughs> I'm like, where is he? What is he doing? I, yeah. I don't even know. So somebody on, on Instagram pointed out that he just cites to COVID and numbers, or whatever, like he, he, he bends his COVID rules when they suit him to, to suit whatever his, to justify whatever his brainiac scheme is that day. Right. Yeah. He's always pointing to making up some COVID shit. And um, so Janelle points out that Cody and Robin are still observing very strict COVID rules. And um you know, like why, why does he, they're basically calling him out on this, like what the hell, right? So he's like, I stayed home for 15 months. It's time to emerge. All things everybody in the world has said, that's like what's happening to me now, right? Like everybody else came out like a year ago, like started coming out of it. And I'm just doing um, what you guys all did a year ago. I'm starting to do now. He's talking about that, right? Yeah. But like, and we get it but you can't cite one set of rules for one time you want one set of rules for something else he's like it's family it's time to merge the family it then he says the family wasn't getting together then and we aren't now but not because of covid so family just doesn't want to so why should i stay home yeah he keeps changing his story too Uh uh-huh as far as the reason was why and then you know, at first he said he didn't want to go to the surgery because of COVID, but then it was turned into, well, I couldn't be there for six weeks or I couldn't. Well, no do- one said you had to be there for six weeks. Yeah. I'm like, that doesn't make any sense. Nobody like, would have expected that. God, I'm like, what is happening? I felt like I need to rewind it, but it never happened. 
So I'm I like, can't tell you how many times I had to pause and rewind these first sections, especially this first section to make sure I was getting everything that was being said because it was just like so off the wall. He also, Cody learned a new word this week and that word is gaslighting. <laughs> <clears throat> now... <clears throat> everybody's gaslighting him he says well just last week i went to janelle's cousin wedding and Jan and he says then he says janelle's gaslighting him and i'm thinking that is the richest thing in the world and he uses it over and over and over and over and it becomes this the 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 meme from um the movie um what's the movie what's the name of the movie uh princess bride where he says oh. you keep using that word i do not think it means what you think it means uh-huh <laughs> that's cody with using gaslighting right am i right yeah he's the definition of a gaslighter i feel like a lot of those people are i think that they like just place blame on everyone else and so he's now on a mission he probably has read the internet comments and i oh. swear, i've been following now i've been like looking at sister wives like i don't know different All the social media yeah and i see like that random like people the subreddit the subreddit is gold well, the I see sister wife subreddit people. is gold. I have to look at it, but I'm like, there's like these random people with no followers, like hidden profiles. I'm like, is that Cody? Is that is that uh -huh. Cody the people, cover? the cast members that make shit up? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Up. I was like, oh, now he knows what gaslighter means because he sees the whole internet is calling him one. <laughs> <laughs> so then, Couch Christine says, okay, great. He's great as an officiant. He's done it before. He's great. But what about COVID? They aren't going to follow Cody's rules, and we see like later when he's at the wedding that nobody what what COVID what rules. Couch Robin says, "Well, maybe this will heal because he's been a very angry little man lately, which he has been a very bitter, angry little man." <laughs> that is true. Facts. Um, Couch Christine starts talking about how she's starting to openly box up her stuff, and and then she sees Truly boxing up her stuff, so she goes to talk to her. And so at first, Truly says that at first she was very extremely upset, took her a day or so to realize that things didn't need to change. The only thing that was really going to change was Cody and Christine not being together, which which is sad to me because if that's the only thing she sees changing, it just tells you how much of what everything that Christine's saying about their relationship and Cody and the other kids and the other family and stuff just not being around and 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 not seeing her and stuff that that's nothing else is really going to change for them except for mom and dad won't be together but it's not like dad's around now and yeah. just moving is going to change that and she seems so mature for her age and the way she was speaking about the whole situation i mean for 11 years old yeah I, it seemed a little rehearsed to me but uh, but but then later they show her talking and it seems a little more natural but yes again the same she has a she seems to have a really good grasp of like self-awareness of the awareness mm -hmm. around her things that, that are happening she said that she reached out to aspen and grandma about the divorce and that that was helpful and reassuring um but to learn that everybody else knew before her was kind of a betrayal mm -hmm. somebody's always going to be last i don't know how you make that decision when you have that many kids yeah i can see her side of it where she mm -hmm. feels like she was left out and and it wasn't you know it was brought on to her it was a surprise um mm -hmm. I don't and know she's kind of the most affected right yeah like, yeah why did all, all these other people know when she when she's the one that's moving and i i have to put myself in that position like what would i do and i would probably tell my child sooner rather than later 
But that's because I have a big mouth. I can't keep my mouth shut. I want things to move fast. And <laughs> go, 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 go. We're going to pack it up. Let's go. We're, Let's we're go. out. Of no meetings, no nothing with the women. Let's go. We're out. <laughs> I just want an Irish goodbye. I yeah. just want to peace out. That's me. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> Well, then there's Mary like, what am I supposed to do? Say congratulations. You're leaving. Like, shut up, Mary. Oh, my God. Sorry. We'll get I'm to Mary, too. God. I'm ahead of myself. Um. So, yeah, Truly tells Christine that she wishes she weren't the last. She's going to be most affected, yet last to know, but she's okay with a divorce. Okay. Um, totally get that. You know, it's all, you know, her world's changing in a lot of ways, in a lot of ways that she's not going to realize. It's, it is for her benefit, but, you know, she will benefit in the long run, but it's hard to see that right away, you know? Hey, fraudcasters. I'm here to talk about Factor Meals again. Yes, I love my Factor Meals. That's factormeals.com slash broadcast50. Get started on your resolutions with Factor so you are ready for the new year. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, the prep work, the cooking fatigue, all of that nonsense. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions for when I'm too busy to cook and frankly just don't want to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals. With their offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track. This is definitely going to come in handy for my New Year goals and they can help you too. Factor is everything I need for a week of flavorful, completely nutritious eats. In addition to the ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, which is what I love, veggie sides, and way more to keep me energized during this kind of a frantic time. Head to factormeals.com slash broadcast50 and use code broadcast50 to get 50% off. That's code broadcast50 at factormeals.com slash broadcast50 to get 50% off. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, the broadcast in the drop down menu that follows. Cody says, I don't want to say anything bad here, but Christine has marginalized me so much that truly is blowing me off. Oh, uh, what world is he in? What the actual, and I have quotation marks around this what what he's not on planet earth he's no. in his own universe 
I don't want to say anything bad here, but well, that means you're about to say something bad. Yeah. Um, Christina's marginalized him. No, she he really thinks that he's so like his view, his worldview on what is happening in his life and this Christine leaving him and all of this stuff. He has such a warped view of what is happening that he thinks Christine marginalized him to truth. No, it's your own fucking fault, not Christine's. You poor marginalized white man. Marginalized. Wow. Yeah. I really don't know what he's seeing. I, I can't even begin to understand. There isn't. There literally is nothing he could have seen. And how she's handled this whole situation. I mean, she's kept calm. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about before, she's been so poised and just careful as to what she says. So he, nothing she can say can be used against her. You, yeah. can, you, can tell, you can tell when somebody's in like a nar- you know. Yeah. Um, I don't, I don't want to say verbally abusive because I don't know what happens, but I just, you know, when somebody has been a victim mm-hmm. for so long and then they just have to tread lightly and walk on eggshells and she's doing that to keep the peace. Mm-hmm. And there is no at all. I do not see her marginalizing him at all. No, she's trying to get him to come and be involved. He has said words that fell out of his own face has said he doesn't like spending time with his kids. He doesn't like to babysit his own kids. He'd rather pay somebody else to. He has said this with his own stupid mouth. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and then he says again, I don't understand why she has to move. Because she wants to get away from you, dickhead. She wants to be right. in a place that she wants to be in. She's been talking about going to Utah for years. Shut the fuck up. Don't understand. Because she has to move away from you. Because he can't handle that his whole world isn't about him. They're not all just bowing down to him. Uh, yeah, and then he's like, it's going to be 50-50. Like, oh, God. So Cody says that he came to talk to Truly, and she seemed very okay, um, and he wants to know if she's shoving it down. Um, and I- <laughs> your face. Truly says, no, it's, it's really okay. It's it's really okay. And, and It's like, you okay, bro? Yeah. You okay? Yeah, I'm okay. That was it. That was like their conversation. And he is shocked that she's not more devastated by the divorce. Again, <laughs> complete commentary on where her she's at with him. Yeah. I, uh, I just don't get it. I don't understand like why he's so surprised and why he's has all this anger like towards the whole situation. Like, bro, you did not like her. Like you did not even like her. You what didn't like Christine. You don't like the kids. The only thing that's hurting right now is your fucking ego exactly and that's why you can't allow this to happen because oh my god what does that say you know that you have to actually like i don't know like look at your own behavior about how you treat people and how you view the world yeah but then it's interesting that he made the comment later on or whatever like well if mary leaves i don't care i wish her the best of luck so that's kind of like uh yes yes so so yeah so because what is that about what and then I'm saying to myself, like, how, I, I'm sure Mary's going to watch that episode, right? Mm-hmm. How in the world is she going to, quote, stay with him, whatever that means, stay? Right. After seeing something like that, can you imagine if your significant other was talking to you about you like that? Well, I don't you know, care if she leaves. My friend Natasha um, said it really well. She said that Mary is so deeply gaslit that she's proud of herself for sticking it out. Oh, and I was like, that is damn articulate. Mm-hmm. Girl, come on the podcast. 
Instead, she just watches it with me and I just steal what she says because it's brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> These are my girlfriends that I watch. That I- <laughs> I'm still waiting for the bingo invite. I keep seeing you. We're going to start time. bingo again next week. Okay. I was like, so we're, we, we have to make new cards because uh-huh. this season is so completely different. The last cards that we've been using for years are all the same things because they run the same plot lines just mm-hmm. in a different season or whatever, you know? Um, but this season was so completely different that we had to, com- we have to completely change. So Melissa's making new ones this week. We'll get you, I'll get you, I'll get you one. Um, okay. but yeah, Mary's so deeply gaslit by the situation that she's proud of herself for sticking out. And I think that's so on point because like last week or whatever, she was talking about, um, I started this family. I, it was my vision and I'm going to stick it out to the end. Like she's going to show him. Right. Um, um, (laughs) I have a funny note here. The next Cody, Cody struggles with crafting a wedding. So he's like struggling with what he's going to say in in officiating this wedding because he's a sad, failed, miserable, sad man. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God. So his friends are not polygamous, right? They're completely separate. Didn't appear to be, but I mean, how else? would they i mean maybe it was work because he said that remember his friend was like oh you have multiple wives well i you know oh yeah they they did i kind of tuned that out i think i was taking notes furiously writing how sad and (laughs) failed and miserable cody was um janelle talking about cody officiating maddie and caleb's wedding and that he was good at it and seemed to really enjoy it it's great um christine points out that three of his four marriages are failing or have failed but okay (laughs) you go boy (laughs) (laughs) cody is so happy and excited doing this wedding and it's so gross that he reserves that for others but not his own family and you know somebody commented on your instagram because i read it and they had some good comments today yeah they did Uh, somebody said hey this is you know this this wedding is about him it's not about anybody else and he's getting all the attention and Mm -hmm. that's why uh he is enjoying it so much you know yeah Isabel's surgery wasn't about him. Nothing else is about him, but all the attention is on him and obviously the couple getting married. But I'm well, gonna... he and he made it about him. You yeah. know, he did everything in his power to make it about him. Um, and he's like, you know, um, yeah. Oh, yeah. So then they show him the friend is talking about how he, you know, learned about Cody's wives and this wedding, or and he brought a different, or then he brought a different wife, and then you know, whatever. I don't even care. Um, and then he's talking to about himself again. Am I the Char? best guy to do this when my one of my marriages is failing? You know, because the poor, sad, miserable man <laughs> is failing. Um, then Cody tells Robin that maybe <laughs> Brian getting mis- married is a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> and Robin and her like Hasidic Jew curls are like, what? What is there bouncing everywhere? Um, Cody says he's supposed to bring God into their relationship and make it stable. Again, this is making it all about Cody as if it's his responsible for bringing religion and success to their marriage or failure. But like everything about their wet, their marriage, it's not going to be godly or successful unless Cody says the right combination (laughs) of words out of his fucking mouth hole. Uh, what did I text you today? I was like so angry and I said I just wanted to kick him in whatever balls he has. Whatever balls he has left. I think you yeah. said yeah. Yeah. Like, I just 
that man preaching to anyone about a successful marriage is just a joke it's a joke it's a joke it's a joke and he's like dancing with uh, random people on the dance floor with like nary a mask or nary a hand sanitizer in sight let's point that out does somebody was somebody wiping did somebody have wipes to wipe the mail off and to wipe your hands and to wipe the forks when you sat down to eat anybody know right no guarantee you he danced with that one woman longer than he has ever touched mary in the last like 10 years (laughs) (laughs) wow he looked like he was having more fun than with the other wives with the random Mm -hmm. people he and that's what i'm saying he was having such a good time and so excited to be in this environment and it's so gross that he reserves that for these people and not his family yeah when was the last time you saw him like that around his family? Probably at one of the kid, last kids' weddings. Yeah. Because he probably got to officiate it and make it about him. Of course. Um, I made a comment here, too, that they spent way too much of this episode on this point about him being the officiant at someone's wedding while his marriage is failing. And it's really just not that interesting. There isn't that many layers to it. Like move on, move the fuck yeah. on. <laughs> um, you made your point. I get it, but it was just over. Um, his favorite thing about this wife, the the woman is that she wanted her husband's name. That was what he said is that <laughs> that was his favorite thing about her. Yeah. That's. And ridiculous. so him getting to announce Mr. And Mrs. Da, 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 which, you know, whatever, if you do, you don't, that's your own thing. You know, I don't care. Um, yeah. Very interesting. Says a lot. Yeah. That yeah. that's what, that's what it is. So, and then couch Cody espouses on um, <clears throat> not asking your spouses to change, which <laughs> I couldn't tell if, like, I know he didn't mean it ironically, but like, was it was there some trolling i know that the 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 producers and the camera guys like to do some interesting trolling so maybe and well yeah maybe and you know um because everything is i don't know as patriarchy like another thing that they do too is they'll ask you the same question worded differently 20 times to the point where you answer something and you don't even know you don't remember what the question is or how you answered it. And that's another technique they use. So mm-hmm. I will say that it's very interesting. Right. Um, I'm like, and I, I've said it before to them. I'm like, I know what you're doing. Like, <laughs> my, I'm smarter than that. I get it. <laughs> my answer's not going to change. Are you, are you smarter than a TLC producer? You know, the most of them are really cool. Actually, they're really, I've funny heard people. really great things about them. They're awesome. Actually. They're, they're funny, but I know what they're doing. It's like, you yeah. know, well, yeah, they're do. they have a job to do exactly they have a job to do um yeah they work they work really hard and they're actually unionized now i hope so because i mean they they're work- trying to um there's they're trying to or they're trying to get a contract right now i saw um there's a a, a instagram account and i saw it caught my eye like sharp oh, union or something it's like the people producers that work for matt sharp entertainment or something so i don't know oh. they're i think they're at the bargaining table interesting oh. um Anyway, um, he talks more about how, oh, during like the vows are, uh, you have to vow to negotiate and compromise and with your wife and all this <laughs> stuff, which I find incredibly ironic. <laughs> Coming where, from- there's any compromise or anything with him. There is none. It's his way or no way. I don't understand where he even can even talk about that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to get You're my, okay. con- yeah, I'm trying to get my contact out of my eyeball. 
<laughs> and it's like dry. So it's like stuck. I don't have a mirror. I, oh, let me look at myself. Oh, I can't see it. It's hard on Zoom. I have no idea. I have no idea where my, I have a contact loose in my eyeball. Oh, that's where it is. It's not, it's not where it's supposed to be. Okay. Well, I guess you can read your notes with one eye, right? And, well, that's what I, yeah, the, and the reading glasses. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> Robin says, Cody says the inspirational things that other people wish they could say. Oh, uh, yeah. No. Robin needs to read some more books. On- <laughs> Robin needs to get the fuck out. <laughs> like, see the world. Yeah. <laughs> there, I can recommend some sort of reading that may help her. There's also cool apps on your phone too that can give you motivational quotes that don't come with uh, gaslighting and narcissistic, uh, you know. Ideology. Really, I didn't know that you could get inspirational yeah. quotes. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Because Cody is the only one that could ever say anything inspirational. Did mm-hmm. he write those apps? He might have. <laughs> yeah. I feel like um, maybe Confucius said it. Maybe Cody. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe Confucius, maybe Cody. I'll have to look them up. <laughs> New merch idea. <laughs> Speaking of merch, we have some coming. We yes. have some coming. Um, we've got some stuff in the works. Okay. Um, Couch Christine's talking about how heartbroken Isabel is um, because he can justify officiating Brian's wedding when he wouldn't come to her surgery. Um, you can officiate, but you can't be there for your family. And then Christine's like, and now I'm mad as hell. She's like, duh, 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 duh. I do not have to listen to him. I do not respect him for the choices that he's making. Rightfully so. Get it, Christine. I we, know, all right? are, we all have your back. I think we're all jumping up. We're all, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, at least I was. Yeah. <laughs> like I said, the only people supporting Cody in that decision are the weird random trolls with no followers who I'm pretty sure are Cody. Yeah, pretty sure. <laughs> um Cody's response was that the surgery was the time he would have had to be away for five to six weeks and four days for the wedding and that's it and and nobody buys this shit right like nobody online that I'm seeing on the all the online chatter on the um on the Instagram page and everything like no, like you didn't have to go for six or seven weeks. You could have gone for two days and been there for the actual surgery part and then left. Like it makes, it's just an excuse and it's a terrible one. It's really awful. It's awful. And my heart breaks for her. It's yeah, Isabel. It's just awful for her to see that and to know that that's what's happening. And then when she watches him dancing and having a good old time, like you said, no COVID protocols or precautions in place it, mm-hmm. it will be devastating it is i'm sure and then he says so so um he says that he thinks christine protests too much trying to excuse herself by making him the villain um, honey we don't have to make you the villain you do that just fine on your own uh-huh. you don't need any help <laughs> the lack then he said the lack of love was for a reason so here he is admitting that there's no love between them right yeah he he says she needs to hold up a mirror she's the problem not me (laughs) you know even if he said if he even were to just say you know i i did some wrong things okay and i you know i could maybe you know get a little bit on his side sort of 
but he has taken no ownership, zero, Anything. zero, zero, nothing. And all he does is contradict himself. All he does is backpedal. All he does is gaslight. All he does, like, and we get to the later conversation about um, when he tells Christine that if they don't have a custody agreement, when she moves to Utah, then the state controls the kid. Yeah, I don't understand that's that. That's false. That's no bullshit. That, that's absolutely not a thing whatsoever. I, that makes absolutely zero sense. Yeah. Like I was, I, and I was like, what the hell is he talking about? That was nothing I meant to look up, just out of curiosity, what Utah's laws are. And I'm like, I really yeah, don't no, have time for this. That's not an actual law. That's, <laughs> that's not like, an actual law. The state um, does not, no state wants like to have any custody or any- He's a perfectly good mother right. and father. Exactly. Like, well, not a perfectly good father, but, and he may not be on the birth certificate. So legally, I don't know how, whatever. But, but then Christine says this point. She's like, I want him to spend time with her. I don't know why he thinks that I don't. I am encouraging it. Right. Like, I'm not trying to take her away from him. If you want yeah. to spend time with her, please get her a room at Robin's house. Have her come stay with you. That's great. Mm-hmm. Have her 50-50. You didn't have that when you were here 100% of the time. Like, Yeah. <laughs> and then he's already like thinking 10 steps ahead. Remember in the past when he created that whole scenario about, well, if she has a boyfriend and you oh, talk, yeah. they're going to talk. I'm like, what? What? Huh? Her Where imaginary boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so after the, God, this contact after the break from the wedding. So we get, we get back together at the, we're at the property and they're trying to level the RV again, Cody and Garrison get into it and they're yelling at each other. It's like the, all the frustration. He doesn't even know what he's doing. Then he says, Garrison is gaslighting him. (laughs) I'm like, this is his new favorite word. I do not think the word means what you think it means when it happens to him. It's gaslighting. But when yeah. he does it to other people, it's leadership. Yeah. It's the truth and leadership. Yeah. But when it when other people are doing it to him, it's gaslighting. Right. Um, Mary, they show Mary saying she doesn't have any clue whether or not to do anything on the property, but there's bigger issues. And oh, okay. Um, thanks, Mary, for that insightful um tidbit. Um, Cody says Garrison doesn't know what he's talking about. Garrison's like, whatever, you know. Um god this mofo thinking he can skate through his kids lives so this this is these are my notes Uh, thinking he could skate through his kids life without being on the birth certificate parenting or visiting them but now he thinks he gets 50 50 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um yeah well and then somebody else that commented brought up the good point of like if he's not staying with mary right and he's not really staying with Christine. Mm, how is yeah. it that he's spending one out of four nights with Janelle? Doesn't Robin get all the leftover? Right. Nights? How is that timing working out then? Does he spend three nights with, like, does Robin automatically get all of the, uh, like, yeah. So Mary's nights and Christine's nights. Who do those go to? Do those, do, should, theoretically, Robin should get one? and Right. Janelle should get one. Theoretically. But, no. but if mean, he's not going in the trailer, I mean, it looks like he's, well, I don't know if he's going in the trailer or not. He doesn't want to, but I, I yeah. guess he is. 
and it doesn't look know. like it. i mean we saw the the tlc dropped a pre the trailer for the remainder of the season the mid-season trailer for yeah. all those what we're going to still see so much so much is going to happen <laughs> there's so much do you know i can't go driving now without seeing like five wheel whatever you call them trailers being pulled i swear to god i was oh, driving today and i saw three of them my mind is like thinking of janelle and i'm like seeing trailers everywhere now it's crazy i got my contact yay got my contact at my eyeball okay <laughs> um all right um that's so funny that you're seeing them everywhere <laughs> i am i'm like oh there's another one <laughs> and i'm like it looks pretty nice i wouldn't mind living in one of those i know we've talked about this hey. um so i have a little piece of scoop that I have not independently confirmed, but I'm, you know, I'll, I'll you know, I think it's probably be true. I don't know. It came from a reliable source. Let me just say that. That when Cody wanted to buy Robin, that million dollar house, the one that she's in, well, it's not a million. I don't know what it is, but the, the big gigantic house that he kept insisting she buy or whatever. When he wanted to buy her that house, he needed to get himself off of the deed and loan to Christine's house. Oh, I thought he wasn't on the loan or deed for Christine's house. Uh, for uh, the, the the scoop I have says that he was, but he had to get off of those ones so he could do the the million the big giant house for for Queen Robin. But what this now allows <laughs> is that Christine could do whatever the fuck she wants with the house. <laughs> Karma's a bitch. Yep. Um, she wants the proceeds of her house, but she's willing to walk away from the property. Fucking good deal. Take it, Cody. Take it and fucking run. Yeah. Because you want to bring you want her to bring a lawyer into it guess what you're gonna end up worse off you keep yep. insisting she bring a lawyer into it to do this custody thing guess what buddy she's going lawyer she's going all the fuck in right. that's what I happens mean, she kept saying like i don't want a lawyer like we can work this out and that's smart because like I, you know we talked about before family mm -hmm. law attorneys are so expensive they it are dumb if you can't just work it out to just come to some some sort of consent agreement mm -hmm. and boom 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 done yeah Maybe I mean, at the out. very least, I say, you know, figure out all of the details and then have it drafted exactly, legally, you know, exactly. um, by a proper exactly. attorney. You want to make sure that that's all done. And, and you know, I say that as an attorney who hired a family law attorney to handle my divorce, that was very simple, mm -hmm. you know, um, and I still paid it through the, through the nose for it because family law attorneys are expensive and, you know, but we had agreed on everything. It was just a matter of getting, you know, reducing it to writing, but that aside he's gonna do better and without getting legal involved he wants to get Absolutely. legal involved guess what he is the get you start dividing up different properties you start getting the, the she she would walk away with so much more she doesn't want all this stuff but she you know what if you're gonna do that then okay i'm gonna go all in then i'm gonna do this and then you, you know imagine as a lawyer going through all like doing discovery with all of those different accounts wives would have to somehow come into the picture maybe if he's living with the innocent i don't know oh, like, yeah because so if you're smart. doing talking about um assets and marital right. assets and marital property and right what state has got you know it do you do you live in a community property state or you but you have to look at what all the property is and who who has the rights to these different things and you have to get the financial disclosures anybody mm -hmm. who's ever been divorced or dealt with a child custody thing knows you have to fill out these financial disclosure things, right? Yeah. And if you don't, and if you try to lie on them, the government <laughs> will find out. Guys, the government will find those lawyers are gonna find out. 
They're going right. to find out, okay? We're really, really good at finding that shit out, okay? <laughs> Which reminds me, I have to do Discovery by the 27th. What's the date today? <laughs> around, oh, 24th. The 24th. I have a few days. Um, yeah. Let me have a few help with that. <laughs> That's all good. I've done it before. Uh, yeah, because you're back in um, court again, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Oh, I know you probably don't want to talk about it on, on the air, but... Oh, good. <laughs> um, but my heart is with you <laughs> dealing thank with you. all that thank you <laughs> it's just like one more fuck you again <laughs> um, uh. um so christine talks to cody about what she's thinking with the house at the time she's talking about thinking about renting it out gwen gwendolyn does didn't wasn't able to find like roommates and stuff but she wants to stay and finish school so she will live there she rent the rest of it out. You know, she has this sort of idea of like Airbnb type thing. And I was like, oh, okay. You know, Cody says, sell the house and then we'll use that money to pay off the property. And Christine's like, <laughs> fuck, you know. <laughs> and Cody's like, it's the family's house. Christine's like, fuck, no. What family? And then what he's family? like, Robin and I gave her the down payment. So it's my house. Oh, okay. She's like, <laughs> that dumbass took his name off the deed or whatever. What? It's not his house. Yeah. It's not his house. Robin and I gave her the payment. So wait, are we family? Is it a family thing or you and Robin now? Right. Is it, it's the family assets when it's convenient for you. And it's not the family. It's just either Robin, you and Robin or whatever when it's convenient for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and then this is when he drops that bullshit about how she becomes property of the state without a custody arrangement. I'm patently <laughs> no. That's 100% false, you guys. That is not a fucking thing. Okay. It's like there are 11,000 active COVID cases in the country. That's not at the, the time. Case, you guys. No. It's, where is he getting his information from? Out like, of honestly. his asshole. I mean, a simple Google search. Like even using a, you know, a not great resource like Wikipedia. It's not accurate would tell you that these things are not the case. I know. Like it's not. <laughs> right. Uh, um, and then she says, okay, so Christine's like, doesn't he understand that I want him to be as around his kids? And he's like, she's like, I, he just doesn't trust me. And Cody says, yes, I just don't trust her. I don't tr- know what else she's going to do to me. Do to him. Again, it's always about things being done to him, the perennial victim. Right. Uh, poor oppressed white man. Mm. I'm still trying to figure out what she did to him except for leave and not put up with his bullshit. Yeah, so. that's what it is. That's the injury. Exactly. Um talked about uh Christine used <laughs> used to be benevolent <laughs> or she could be benevolent. What was that? And then and she's like, no. And and he was like, I'm not getting Utah involved. <laughs> because he has this such this disdain for Utah law. And right. then, you know, okay. He has his reasons, whatever. I get it, but <laughs> what? No, I have no idea. Um. So what I hope is that he does get lawyers involved. I mean, he can't she, afford it. Get the lawyers involved, and he'll actually end up with less. So go for it. <laughs> he can talk head. out of his ass, but he'll go to one lawyer, and they're gonna. Yeah. put it out there how much it's going to cost and he's going to not i mean he literally can't afford it right they've invested all this money what have they done with it i don't know i don't think he's got the resources to try mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. um christy says it's great that if he gets a room for truly at robbins because that would mean he would actually be spending time with her um mm-hmm. 
<laughs> and one of my one of my girlfriends <laughs> said, I'm not sure I've ever rooted for a reality TV person as much as we're rooting for Christine. <laughs> it's like she woke up one day and decided to take no more of his shit sandwich. <laughs> and it's so true. And yeah. you're talking about people like we watch a lot of fucking t- reality TV. And not one person have we rooted for more than we are rooting for Christine. <laughs> and maybe Janelle. Sorry. My computer is making noise. I think. Sorry. Telling you. Alerting you to something. I don't know how to work this technology to make it silent. It's okay. <laughs> like, I don't know what I'm doing. It's okay. We're at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Um, emails. Scenes from next week talk about problems with the RV and his emotional attachment to the house. <laughs> um, so that's what we're in for next um, next week. Um, so much. I don't know. Like, I just, I, my head, I just trying to wrap my head around. Like, I know this stuff happens and I know it in real life. You're dealing with it. Like, almost like there's so much that out of Cody's playbook that you're, you're having to deal with right now. Oh yeah. I know this happens to people all the time and and it just, it boggles my mind that there are people that that truly think this way. And, and yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I just, I mean, Christine couldn't be any more of a better ex-wife. She's wanting to talk. She's wanting to work it out. She's wanting to come to some agreements I mean, she's willing to walk away from the property for fuck's sake, run, take that and run. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Um, so that was it for this episode. It's Cody making everything about him. He's more just showing us more and more of why he's a douchebag. Um, coin today. Is it Cody or is it Confucius? Um, I love it. Thank you. Um, we will be back next week or in a few days. I don't know. Whenever the next episode's coming out, these are all coming out hot and heavy. We got some big stuff in the works coming up. Um, stick around, you guys. We've got a lot of great stuff happening. Um, good, good stuff coming up. We've got some unsolved mysteries. We've got some just branching out a little bit. We've got some things coming up that I'm very excited about. Um, thanks for sticking with us. And uh, that's it for this episode.